Welcome back to the Graham Stephan Show. My name is Graham and welcome to my show. And usually we do these types of things on the phone. You could call in, information in the description, and you get me yelling at you for like 10 to 15 minutes. <laughs> Today though, we got someone actually on the show. Okay. So, so it's an actual show. It's a real show now. It's a real show now. So <laughs> we got Dr. Phil, we got Oprah, and now we got, we got me just yelling at you for 10, 15 minutes. So here's the deal with, with this. Here's my introduction. Darren was working in San Francisco at a tech startup making over $100,000 a year, but he decided he's too good for that. <laughs> so he decides to quit his job and go and paint and do art full time. I wouldn't so, say I'm too good for it. Let's, let's, let's reframe okay. that. Not too good for it, but he decided to leave that behind. That wasn't his passion. His passion is art and making, you know, painting. Yeah, that's, yeah let's, let's go with that. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, so we're going to be talking about what it's like to leave a six-figure job to go and pursue art full-time. You're now your own boss, how much money you're making from that, and uh, everything that goes along to really just working your own career. Yeah, so I started in LA. Uh, I worked for a couple different startups. Uh, I was at the bottom of the totem pole. So, I mean, I did customer service. Mm. Um, I don't know if I should like name the specific startup, but I, I it was a clothing company. And it was basically like Warby Parker did customer service there and then started working for an HR tech company. Mm -hmm. uh, and I was a sales exec, which is basically middle of the totem pole, I guess. Um, made decent money and then started fielding offers in Silicon Valley, San Francisco, for triple what I was making. Mm -hmm. And I've been wanting to move there for a while anyway, so I just kind of said, you know, whatever, I'm gonna do it. And uh, they offered me my dream job. Uh, I was making over six figures just for my salary alone. I had an uncapped bonus. Um, I mean, anything you could think of, all the perks yeah. were there. And you decided to quit. Yeah, so it was a tough decision because, uh, as I said, you know, I was really comfortable. And for me, uh, you know, making over six figures was a dream come true. Mm -hmm. And it was literally a position that was tailored to my needs. So I was creative. I was doing sales myself, uh, checking all the boxes. I had yeah. a nice place to live. But it became a little bit monotonous mm -hmm. uh, because I feel like I had hit this goal, but... It sounds corny, but I still felt kind of unfulfilled. Yeah. You know, financially I was doing very well. Honestly, in my life I was I was doing well, but there was something kind of missing. Yeah. You know? Why now and why art? Why art? I've been doing it my entire life. Uh, it's something that I've just done consistently. But no, I was deep into uh, the graffiti world. So um, you know, a lot of people th uh, call it like street art. Um, but you know, I was a kind of a young degenerate to be honest. I yeah. was. Tagging on things, I would, uh, I actually learned how to use spray paint on the side of freeways at night with my friends. <laughs> what? Yeah, so... Did we get in trouble? I did, yeah, I did. You have, okay. Yeah, uh... What I, was that like? What happened? So, allegedly, uh, when I was 17, on the night of my 18th birthday, so I was turning 18 at 12 o'clock, mm -hmm. my friends and I decided it would be a good idea to go spray paint graffiti, uh, literally on the, like, the median of the freeway. Yeah. Not a good idea. Don't try it, if you were thinking about it. I wasn't going to try it, but thank you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. Word of the wise. Yeah, um, And a cop ended up seeing us, because we were being stupid, mm -hmm. and jumped the middle median of the freeway, literally ran across it, ran down a hill, fell, the dogs and the cops caught me, so I ended up spending, when I turned 18, uh, in, a, in a jail cell. And that didn't deter you, though, from then go going and... That wasn't uh, enough to get you to stop to do that. It should have been, right? Okay. 
Uh, no, no, I, it, it didn't, but it did refocus me. So when did you then realize that this is a business? Because obviously it was a passion, but when did you realize, like, I can make money from doing this? Yeah, so I'll take a step back. Um, basically, when I was doing full-time sales in tech, I still had a creative passion. Mm -hmm. So after work, I'd go home and make paintings, and I would just start putting them on Instagram. People started showing interest after a while and just DMing me and asking if they could buy them. And from there, I, you know, it planted the bug. I thought, oh, maybe I can make a little bit of money doing yeah. art. So it, it, it didn't occur to me at that moment. It was still kind of a side gig. Okay. So then how was the transition after you left your job to go and do this? It, it, it's, it has been and, and was tough. Um, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. But um, from uh, doing the paintings, I actually started doing walls again, but legally, and found that passion again. Um, and just, again, through posting through Instagram, word of mouth, uh, I started getting some paying mural gigs. Um, it got to the point where I was getting them so consistently that I thought, you know what, I'm going to go all in, I'm going to take the risk, calculate a risk, mm -hmm. and, and try this out. So then how much are you making compared to where you were? Sure, uh, I am admittedly making less, mm -hmm. um, but... Uh, after taxes and everything, it's comparable to a certain extent. Um, projecting just from the five months what I've done and how it keeps evolving, I think I can, I'm probably going to hit maybe 80, 90 in the first full year next yeah. year. And you better be saving this money, right? You saving? Are we saving your money or no? <laughs> Where do you spend it? Where is it spent? Where do you spend the money? You should be because this is the thing I believe that like this is such a sporadic career where I think yeah. I think it's a lot like working as a real estate agent. It is yeah. where it's like you have one big commission that comes in and that's going to last you months. So if you don't budget that appropriately, you see people who make one big commission and they're like, oh my god, I'm going to make all this money now. They spend all of it expecting it to happen the next month. It doesn't, and then they're screwed. Oh yeah, in my defense, yeah, yeah the range is so vast right now. It's a little bit hard for me to determine when and how to save. Uh, once I get more into the calendar of next year where I can plan out the projects, yeah. um, it'll make more sense. But Let me tell you how to save. You save based off your worst month. That's your income. Whatever your worst month is or the last five months, expect that you're just going to make that for the next year. And then everything after that is a bonus. That's, that's good what tip. you do. Yeah, no, that's, that's a smart way to do it. Yeah. So yeah, I'm, I'm new to this freelance thing. I'm new to owning my own business. Uh, I know you have a lot going on with YouTube, real estate, dislike on sub shirts. <laughs> <laughs> Link in description. GrabStephanStore.com. Below. Okay. Uh, how do you manage your time? How do you make sure to hold yourself accountable to posting videos? So, you know, yeah. for example. It is really tough, but I usually say that the most, I, I go for the most important things first and then everything else is second. Um, so whatever is going to yield me the biggest return, that's just always what I do. Um, and for right now, that's the main channel. It's like the second channel, what you're seeing here is a side thing. But no matter what on the main channel, I've got to post three times a week. So that comes before anything else. And then everything else after that is basically whatever's the highest yielding and most urgent first, everything else second. So for you, I would recommend starting with your most profitable clients first, whatever the biggest projects are, and then everything else after that. But the biggest projects or whatever's going to make you the most money always has to come first. I also work from home, essentially. Um, I have a home studio and most of my meetings are either done over email mm -hmm. or over Skype. Um, 
how do how does that bake into my my taxes? Like, how do I do I write off a home office? Or? It's really difficult to write off a home office unless you use that space exclusively for work. So the issue is that if you're working from your living room table and you're doing emails there, but you're also using it to go and watch a movie or mm-hmm. using it to watch the Graham Stephan show, for instance. All that counts as personal use. So you can't really go and say, well, I use this room 40% of the time for business and 60% of the time this is leisure. They like to see, ideally, that you have a dedicated room that's exclusively used just for business. So if you have a bedroom that you could say, this is 100% my office, so be it. But going and calling your living room or your dining room table an office becomes a lot more difficult. That's why I have the garage here. It's like, I don't do anything other than make videos. If, if I'm in here, I'm working. I don't yeah. do anything other than work in this in this garage. So you would need a room like that. But I would talk to a CPA and get someone really good who understands that. Uh, because you, you are entitled to some sort of deductions from, from working from home. It's just you gotta be very clear about what you can and can't do. Do you think it's advantageous for me to like be an LLC or to be my own entity? What do you think is better? For tax reasons, I usually say above a hundred grand or so is when you should really look into doing an S-corp, especially if you're self-employed, you'll save a little bit of money like doing that. But um, yeah, under a hundred grand, you could go either way on that, but I would recommend overall probably just do the S-corp. So now do you ever see yourself going back to the whole corporate world or do you think once you're out, it's like, you're just going to be doing art now? Great question. So no, I'm I'm never going back. I'm dead set on doing this art thing. I mean, it's it's my passion, but I do think of myself as a business and I do have, you know, certain monetary goals, which isn't very artisty of me to say, yeah. but yeah, I'm, cool. I'm looking to make real money. Okay. <laughs> so no regrets. No regrets leaving the whole business culture behind doing art. No, but I will say this. Ironically, I'm working way harder than I did in the corporate world. Yeah. Uh, not to say that I didn't work hard when I was working for these companies, but it, it's a cliche thing to say, but this is 24-7. I mm-hmm. need to make myself take breaks. Yeah. I'm always either emailing, doing YouTube interviews. <laughs> uh, I'm on Instagram constantly because, yeah. honestly, a lot of people DM me, and that's how I get business. Uh, just looking for different ways to get my name out. It's... It's a juggling act, and I love it, but I'm almost never off. Yeah. That's one of the things a lot of people don't realize. I, I think is a luxury of being able to work for someone else is that once you leave, you're done. Like, the 6 p.m. comes around, and you don't have to worry about it anymore. You can mentally check out. You never have to. Exactly. When you're working for yourself, it's every hour. It's like you're working. Yeah. you have the potential to be working. It could be 1 o'clock in the morning. You're just like, oh, I have so much to do. Well, if I start now, I can just get it done sooner. So it, it that's the hardest part is being able to mentally just separate yourself from your work. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm totally on the same page. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm always – I can't turn it off because it's both my passion and my business now. So if I'm not thinking about you know, some sort of invoice that I have to send out, I'm thinking about a shape or a color or something just mm-hmm. crazy like that. Yeah. But it actually does – help my business so yeah. it's 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 tough in that sense it's uh i need to still work and find the balance to not burn myself out yeah so anyway you guys i definitely want to give you a different perspective of what it's like to go from someone working a very corporate job to then leaving and working for themselves and pursuing something completely unrelated from what they're doing and exactly what that's like and what's involved so darren thank you so much for being one of the first guests on the graham stefan show the act the actual show <laughs> the now. real show yeah and, i'm honored and turning these phone calls into something that's now live 
because definitely it's it's completely different than what I've experienced on the phone. So I really appreciate that. For anyone who wants to follow Darren and his endeavors and, and his illegal pursuits of, of <laughs> trouble. All legal now. Yeah, now it's legal. Now but I'll link legal. to his information in the description. And as always, you guys, make sure to destroy the like button, subscribe, notification bell. Go ahead and add me on Instagram too. I post her pretty much daily. So if you want to be a part of it there, feel free to add me there. Thank you again for watching. And until next time. Wait, did they smash the like button? Did you? Yes. Thanks.